Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walters. The world witnessing enemies of freedom. Welcome inside Armed American Radio's Daily Defense here at AAR Ranch. The Sig Sauer Studios on the Crossbreed Holsters mic all lit up for you. And it's all being presented to you by the great X Insurance Fun Hour with Andy Hoosier. It always is. Great to have Andy here on a Monday. Greg in Dallas, Texas. How you doing today, my brother from another mother? Let's swing through this hour, man. We got to get through it. Yep. What do you think? You ready to rock and roll? I mean, here we are. How do people participate in the chat? Uh, that's easy. Just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. I tell you what, I, w- I liked it better when we had the video up, which we will do soon. We are tweaking that, guys. We're working on that for you every day. Uh, Greg and I were just talking about that. Was it uh, Sunday? Or yep. Friday, it, was, uh, uh, it was either beginning. We were uh, doing some testing. Yeah, before yesterday's show, or it was Friday after Friday's show. Yeah, it's just simply an audio issue that needs to be tweaked. And when we get it fixed, well, you'll be the first to know because you'll be able to see us. We are working on that. An annoying audio issue. It is an annoying audio issue because we really can't nail this down. And I don't know why. But I believe, well, let's just talk audiophile stuff for a second. There's a lot of moving parts in this. There's a lot of moving parts. And some of you might be thinking, well, other people do it. Other people's shows don't move through the networks that we move through. And that is that's an issue. So I, I think what we're going to wind up doing, Greg, is just having to switch uh, the video software. Maybe. And I, I mean, the one we're using is incredibly powerful. Yeah. But if I can't get that audio tweaked, if it's not working with our with our throughputs, well, you know. We're also trying to uh, uh, make this happen without adding more devices, which uh, complicates it on an exponential level of about three. Yeah. Well, then you could always use the excuse, oh, it's a cable. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, always probably a cable. a cable there somewhere. Is it plugged in? I mean, I've heard those comments. Mm. Is it plugged in? Have you tried turning it off and turning it back on again? We've tried it all. But it's just minutia. And the one thing I know is when I do get it right, it causes a problem on your end. It does. Because my input is too low on your end. But it works perfect on the video. Well, too bad, because this is a radio show, not a video show. That's correct. So we have to make the radio work, and we have to get that video to work with it. And I know a lot of people get antsy about it because they want to watch in the studio. And that's well, we got some really cool new on-air lights and everything, so we're ready to go. And unfortunately, the precedent's been set that all radio shows must have video now, which I don't know why that happened, but it did. Yeah, some, I guess. I mean, there was a, oh, a time. Happy Columbus Day, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Hey, how about We're that? working. Yeah. It's a federal holiday, is it? Do really? it. I, I believe it is, yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah well, well, maybe I mean, it's, it's on the calendar, right. so it's got to be a federal holiday if it's on the calendar, right? 
I guess so. I guess that's an empty All right, question. Let's go to Smith and Wesson. Empty questions. No such thing. Smith and Wesson. You know they moved. They did. They got out of Dodge. They got smart. A hundred and seventy years in business. And Smith and Wesson said, you know what? I'm out. We're done. And they had a big ribbon cutting ceremony and a big party. And they brought hundreds of jobs to Maryville, Tennessee. All right, then. Moving it from Springfield, Massachusetts, originally in Connecticut to Massachusetts to Springfield, or to uh, Maryville, Tennessee. And if I'm not mistaken, them Dirty Roses are playing in Maryville, Tennessee in a couple weeks. I might have to go do both of those things. Hmm. Go see Smith & Wesson and them Dirty Roses. That's a win-win, right? Uh, that sounds like a plan to me. If you like Smith & Wesson guns and you like them Dirty Roses, it's certainly a win-win. Who doesn't like Smith & Wesson exactly. guns? <laughs> Who the doesn't ATF? like them Dirty Roses? If... ATF doesn't like anybody right now. And are we going to segue to the ATF right now? We could probably do that. Congratulations to Smith & Wesson for getting out. They were smart. And taking those jobs with you to a state that wants you and respects you. I don't understand why, you know, other companies, look, if they can do it, you can do it. Gun company in Massachusetts, Connecticut, get out. New York, leave. Why would you sit there and continue to feed their tax base? Yeah. Um, as they use your tax dollars against you. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Look, I, I hear it. I, I get it. Well, we've been here a hundred. Sorry, they did it. You can do it too. Yeah, I have a good right. feeling that um, uh, the not only was the tax incentive there, but it was also just a lot of the local policies that were being implemented. I mean, they referred to Massachusetts as Taxachusetts, so uh, going to Tennessee with no state tax was definitely a bonus for them. And the employees, and I bet you the employees at Winter, loving every minute of it. Well, they haven't quite uh, been able to taste the freedom yet, but I'm sure they will soon. Yeah, they will. Constitutional carry state. No longer have to file a state income tax return. No longer have to go through hoops. They still got to exercise your right to bear arms. They'll probably still have to file one in Maryland for, or Massachusetts for their last year. Yeah, well... Unless Maryland becomes be like nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, to be their last one. Unless Maryland becomes like California and then starts charging you taxes for ten years after you leave, because that's nah, what they're I trying to do over there. Anyway. I wouldn't either. I don't even live there. Why do I got to pay yeah. taxes? For what, you years? can't. I can't leave in a free country. I still got to. No, it doesn't work that way. It sounds very communist the, to me. Let's go to the ATF for just a second. Exactly, ATF. Now, Cam was on the program last night, Cam Edwards, and we didn't get a chance to talk about this, other important issues, but he's got a great piece up. And there's a really interesting bend here. You know, the ATF is going after marijuana users. Remember the Minnesota tweet they put out a few months ago? Yep. That said, hey, we know your governor signed legalized weed up there. We're just here to remind you that you're violating federal law. Even if you have a medical marijuana card, we're going to come and get you. Right. They threw that threat out. Arkansas is interesting. ATF is, this is Cam's headline, ATF takes an interest in Arkansas carry permits for medical marijuana users. Why? Well, interestingly, the state of Arkansas doesn't deny permits or purchases for those with medical marijuana cards from getting a carry license. 
Now, why is that an issue? I said purchases. Let me say carry license. Let me back up. I'm getting ahead of myself. But if you have a medical marijuana card in Arkansas, you can get a carry license, which means you can carry a gun, right? So you have to have a way to buy a gun, right? Yep. And like here in the state of Georgia, your carry license is your background check. If you have a carry license, you've already done your background check. So the 4473 has already been done for you. So you don't have to fill out that 40. You have to fill it out. But the unlawful user of a drug, which would prohibit them from completing the purchase under existing federal law. So ATF is concerned. Here's the quote from ATF. With the issuance of concealed handgun licenses to individuals who are prohibited by federal law from possession of firearms, which is creating an unacceptable risk of placing firearms in the hands of prohibited persons. In this case, drilling into specifically because of the weed issue, otherwise law-abiding people, right? Now, we've had this argument, and I've warned people for years. If if you're smoking weed, if you've got the medical marijuana card, you are violating federal law. Because the feds choose not to enforce it from a marijuana standpoint doesn't mean the ATF isn't going to try to enforce it from your firearm purchase rights. So this opens up a really big can of worms. So what the ATF is essentially doing here is telling Arkansas, and I quote from Cam, to either screen and reject medical marijuana cardholders from obtaining a carry license, which is your background check when you purchase, or lose the ability to use a carry license as a substitute for a NICS check. Huh. So think about that for a minute. Oh, there's what options. What would that do? Oh, there's options. Well, there's, the there's the loophole. There's the, what the ATF is calling a loophole. The left loves that word loophole, right? So what are they going to call this, the weed loophole? Because well, they name everything. At some point, the state just says, you know what? We're just not going to abide by federal regulations when it comes to firearms purchases, which means we are not going to abide by the next check. Yeah. And the question there is, the people, what next? The people of the state of Arkansas have spoken, and this is something that they want in their state, as well as about 20 other states. And... What are you going to do, federal government? The people are speaking. You don't get to make the laws. The people do. The Fifth Circuit. Yeah, we're getting ready to take a break, right? Yeah, when we come back, I'll explain what the Fifth Circuit is doing about this, because it's, a, it's an interesting situation unfolding in Arkansas, and yet more proof positive that the ATF hates law-abiding citizens and their firearm rights, period. But we've already known that. We'll just dig a little bit deeper here before we move to the next topic. We'll be back right after this. Of the AFT. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. 
The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer-shooting, easier-handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SIGSOUR.com for the new P365 380. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products from top to bottom is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Daniel Defense Firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. 
Welcome back in, guys. I'm going to revisit this ATF deal in Arkansas. I don't want this to confuse anybody. I want to make sure that I get this information out there and articulated correctly because it is an interesting an interesting case, and it shows us exactly where the AFT is. The AFT. Thank you, Joe Biden. Means He means the ATF. But he says AFT because, well, he's a potato. But the fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, that the ATF has now got their sights trained on Arkansas. Why? Because, like here in Georgia, your concealed handgun license is your NICS check. And that's through approval of the ATF. They authorize that because, you know, they're all powerful beings. And as a result of that, Arkansas does not preclude someone with a medical marijuana card from getting a carry license. So therefore, according to the ATF, well, it's not according to the ATF, it's really true, because Arkansas doesn't say, oh, you have a medical marijuana card, you can't get a concealed license. Once you get approved for the concealed license, that doubles as your NICS check. And the ATF is going, well, wait a minute. If you don't stop unlawful users of marijuana, then you're letting guns in prohibited persons' hands. What are you going to do about that? Arkansas House, but this is from the ATF, an act to amend law concerning concealed handguns to protect the rights of medical marijuana patients and caregivers to obtain a carry license for other purposes was signed into law. This is from the ATF to Arkansas. The enactment of House Bill 1784 concerning the requirements for obtaining a concealed carry license to read that a license shall be issued if, among other things, the applicant is not prohibited from receiving, possessing, or transporting a firearm by any federal, state, or local law, but provided that the director shall not consider a person's status as a qualifying patient or designated caregiver under the Arkansas Medical Marijuana Act in determining whether an applicant is eligible to be issued a carry license to carry a concealed handgun under this subchapter. In addition to prohibiting the director of the Division of Arkansas State Police from considering a person's status disclosing the identity of a person who has been issued a registry identification card to the Division of Arkansas State Police for the purpose of facilitating a criminal history record check or any other background. Based on the potential implications of House Bill 1784, ATF respectfully requests written clarification of Arkansas law and policy for the following issues within 30 days. Or else... Because we're the AGF. Hey, Greg, expect our signal to start dropping. Yeah, it should be. That's uh, when we talk about the, a- the AFT. Yeah, let me get my eyes over there on it. I expect Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Governor Sanders, over there to, to have some very interesting legislation passed and a very spicy letter to send over to the ATF. Yeah, Dettelbox ATF. We're not hassling gun owners. Mm. How does Arkansas ensure all current CHL holders, concealed handgun license holders, and applicants are not controlled substance abusers, including users of medical marijuana. How do they? Right now, they don't. Mm -mm. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, the ATF, if you have a concealed carry permit, you live in Arkansas, you weren't required by the state to disclose that you're a medical marijuana card user or holder or user. Therefore, the ATF thinks anybody that has a carry permit in Arkansas can be skirting their rules and regulations, which is federal law, that they don't enforce when it comes to marijuana anyway. But they do when it's about guns. See how this works? You can get away with it, say you can have all the stuff, you can open up shops, you can 
build. You can do whatever you do with. You can get all doped up on weed in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but if you're a gun owner, you can't buy a gun. So doped up on weed. Operates. Doped up on weed. We don't. We don't. We don't enforce the weed laws. But we don't enforce it when it comes to guns. So the ATF is saying, well, how do we know? Because according to the ATF, everybody who has a concealed carry license in Arkansas could be a prohibited person under federal law. You see the irony here? Marijuana is illegal under federal law, but the feds don't seem to care. Unless you're a gun owner. Let's do a Joe Biden. Then the ATF cares. Then the ATF cares. Because they're the ATF. If Arkansas law does not require authorized state officials to confirm that an individual is not a controlled substance user, then federally prohibited marijuana users may obtain firearms using the CHL. If ATF does not receive a response to the above issues, ATF will reevaluate the Arkansas CHL as an alternative permit. As a result of that process, ATF may determine an Arkansas CHL no longer qualifies as an alternate to the NICS check requirement. You see the threat from the ATF there? There's the threat. But you can smoke weed all you want, and we won't enforce it unless you're buying a gun. So what they're telling Arkansas Authority is begin screening for weed in your application process and reject those who have medical marijuana cards from getting a carry license. Or everybody in the state who has a CHL that doesn't smoke weed will lose the ability to use that permit in place of a NICS check. Greg, your thoughts? This strikes me as the ATF and a lot of other people looking at the Second Amendment as a privilege. Uh, thank you very much. Greg is reading my brain cells on a Monday. And that's tough to do on a Monday. Yeah, sometimes it's foggy. It's just, yeah, it is. But you were spot on. That's exactly right. And I, I don't know, is this selective enforcement of what they want to, what, I don't know. Well, people, they seem maybe not because the ATF at this point, if you've got medical marijuana, look, ladies and gentlemen, we've been warning about this for years, okay? The 4473 is very clear. It has been. You don't shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you what it is. But if you answer no, you're not a medical marijuana, you're not a marijuana user. And it is plainly stated on that 4473 that you're precluded from purchasing a firearm if you are, and you say no, you're lying on that form. And the ATF is making no bones about it. Do I have any respect for the ATF? Absolutely zero. None. None. But unfortunately, under federal law, the ATF can have you locked up. So that's your decision. Now, the Fifth Circuit has already stated that current federal law regarding weed violates the Second Amendment rights of citizens. Except if they happen to be under the influence at the time, which would be like alcohol, Greg, right? I would believe so, yeah. I mean, state law says you can carry a gun. You, can, you know, just because you drink alcohol doesn't mean you can't have your permit and doesn't mean you can't obtain a firearm, doesn't mean you can't carry a firearm. I'm curious if there's any legal precedent to that from when the founding fathers wrote this legislation like did they enjoy beer while they were writing the bill of rights 
not only did they enjoy beer, they were brewing their own and distilling their own stuff. And I guarantee you it was probably pretty harsh. Yeah. Probably a lot harsher bourbon and whiskey than you can buy today. It's probably pretty tasty. Wouldn't you like to have sat down and had a few pops with John Adams? Maybe. Might have been tasty. Might have been terrible. Who knows? All they knew was what it was. Speaking of booze, I'll tell you a cool story about booze on the Mayflower, by the way, which is pretty interesting. It's just because you brought it up, and it's a Monday, and we can do that when we come back. Don't go away. AFT Agents. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. The 25th Anniversary K9 and the Venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research. The Classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR Biggest Finest Revolvers and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance. The Classics. Thompson. That's right. The Tommy Gun. The Incredible M1 Carbine and the one and only Classic 1911. Car Firearms. A family of brands standing for your family's freedom. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. 
Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle, available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. Mark Walters with Six Hour Studios, Crossbreed Holsters Mike for you. It's all brought to you by the great X Insurance. This is an interesting conversation. I'm kind of glad we're going to go here. Greg, you was talking about the uh, doped up on weed <laughs> stuff in uh, in Arkansas, and we got to talking about the founding fathers, right? Yep. And you know they were distillers and master distillers, actually, and brewers, most of them. And I, you know, I often wonder, well, can you imagine drinking with those guys? Uh, it'd have been great. Oh, what a talk about a great time! They'd have put you under the table, most likely. I mean, come on now. There was you know, no, imagine the grog that they were used to drinking. Exactly. There was no 4% beer out back then. <laughs> no. probably no, 40%. No. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I often wonder, you know, how did they, did they keep it cold? Did they drink it warm? They didn't know. I mean, you know. I bet they. It wasn't like they had coolers or. Yeah, no refrigerators. So they had to yeah. drink it probably somewhat warm. You know, uh, neat is how they drink it probably. Well, and, whiskey. Yeah, of course. But, I mean, I can't imagine drinking beer. What is room you know, temperature it, beer called? And was it carbonated like it is today? I mean, Guinness has been brewing beer since the 1700s. Beer's been around for thousands of years. Yeah, how long has carbonated water been around? I don't know. But I've often wondered. You know, it's, it's pretty interesting stuff. Like uh, during a, uh, and I think about this goofy stuff all the time, like during a State of the Union, somebody stood up there at the Capitol and they yelled out there. Who, who could hear them? <laughs> there were no microphones. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how it worked. And I've, I've, tried to, I've tried to search that and never did come up with the right answer for that. But, yeah, I find it hard to believe. Like, Washington would take, you know, his trips from Virginia up to Philadelphia and up to Massachusetts, et cetera, and it took weeks. And they would stop at the taverns along the way, which were the meeting places. It's where people would go to rest on very, very long rides. And it would yep. be scary, dude. It wouldn't be like today. If you parachuted in to 1770s America in the middle of the night, with a horse and unarmed at midnight, you'd be scared out of your wits. It's not the same. It was a completely different place. Imagine that. So, yeah, you were armed. I just can't imagine George Washington saying, uh, oh, I'll let me put my, I'm going to go in and have some beer. Let me put my guns, I'll leave them out on my horse. And then coming back out with a little beer buzz going, uh, can somebody else take this? 
in the end. No. George Washington strapped up, got back on his horseback, and kept riding. Because he's George. That's what he did. Probably packed his corncob pipe with a little bit of weed in it and went on down the trail. I mean, come on now. You know, we're a bunch of wimps. But no, and there's a cool story about the Mayflower and beer. I don't know if you've ever heard this. But, you know, water, that was a, that was a hell of a voyage, dude, on the Mayflower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 25-foot wide ship, about 110 feet long, traversing the North Atlantic in September. The North Atlantic gets angry at that time of the year. Oof. I can only imagine. North Atlantic is a nightmare to go across in a ship. Ask the Titanic. Ask anybody that's sailed that kind of a distance. Especially back then. Yeah. When the voyage was 30 to 45 days, if you made it. Yeah. Anyway, Running these low people on food. had guts. You had Puritans, and then you had... Uh, I forget what the, what the other one's called, the Strangers, that didn't adhere to the Puritanical Biblical. But they got along. They just, you know, they were just different. But they were about 120 people, I think, or 130 people with crew. And the passengers were down in the hold. No running water, no sanitization of anything. They used buckets. I mean, imagine the stench in this ship and this thing rocking and rolling. Ugh. And the storms and people getting sick. It was horrible. It was a, you know, I think there were only two deaths on the Mayflower. But what's interesting about the Mayflower is, and I had heard about this years ago, too. I forget where. But water could be easily contaminated with organisms, microorganisms. Yeah. That wouldn't live in alcohol. So a guy by the name of John Alden, who was a leader of the Puritans, heading to North America back in the 1620s, was in charge of all the beer. That was his gig. He was in charge of a lot of stuff, but including the beer. And each passenger, because that's what they drank, was beer, was allotted, and he made sure that the, that the allotment, that people stayed with their allotment, only up to one gallon of beer per person per day. Now, I sit and think to myself, I, I don't recall ever drinking a gallon of beer a day. Well, they didn't drink water back then. Water wasn't drinkable until, like, what, the early 1900s, late 1800s? It wasn't drinkable because it was, For, like not you said. Not particularly on one of these ships. The microorganisms on the ship, there was no way to keep the, the water from being contaminated. In the colonies, it wasn't drinkable. So on a ship, yeah, it's not going to be drinkable at all. So they're drinking what uh, liquids that they can bring with them, which happen to be alcohol. Well, lots of it. <laughs> Tons of it. Wine, beer. Well, the allotment was up to a gallon a day. Now, I guess if you grow accustomed to drinking that much beer, and I guess if you're on a ship and, I don't know, man, that thing's rocking and rolling, would you want all that alcohol? Whew. Hmm. Right? Maybe that contributed to people getting sick. And I wonder if there was a drinking age. <laughs> Most likely Could anybody not. on the ship under 21 not drink the beer? Of course not. Well, I mean, if you can't publicly drink water, you're going to drink what's available. And anybody under, obviously, uh, what we would consider underage is drinking whatever is available. Yeah, it's hardcore, man. Which is probably why uh, uh, what we consider minors are still able to drink wine in Italy. 
Yeah, you know, you know, you bring this up because you go to the Bruin decision, right? Yep. Put it in the context, the historical context. Where was it written that you couldn't booze it up and own a firearm? It wasn't. No, it wasn't. And I have a sneaky feeling I could be wrong about this, but I probably don't think I'm wrong about this. But they were trading a lot with Indians back then. Yeah. And I bet the Indians had some really interesting stuff to trade. Oh, yeah. That was probably smokable. That could get them doped up on weed. Absolutely. Because human beings have been searching for the eternal buzz ever since there have been human beings. Doped up on weed. Wow. (laughs) That was hot. Bring that level down, would you? I did, I did. Doped up on weed. (laughs) (laughs) Doped up on weed. There, I can just do it like that. But, yeah, I, you know, so you look at the historical context of this, and here you got the ATF hassling people for what is legal in the state but is a violation of federal law. Was that the case back then? Well, the Fifth Circuit's already said that current law violates the Second Amendment rights of citizens. And I'm, you know, post-Bruin test, right? Yep. These are, these are interesting. You put this in historical context. It's pretty interesting stuff. Well, we're, what we're running into is just the um, it, to me, this just reeks of communism when it comes to encroaching on rights to make them appear as privileges, especially when they take and turn it around to where you can only use it if you have a permit. And we know that anything that uh, once government starts making money off of, it, it's almost impossible for them to get off that public teat. Sure. And they will continue to infringe to find more reasons to tax you more, i.e. the $200 tax stamp. I'd love to see the Supreme Court take up constitutional carry versus permitting, which they have said. Uh, see, that, that's, a, that's a constitutional issue that I would love to see taken up. And well, the Bruin decision is likely a precursor to that at some point in time. Unfortunately, it's be a while, but. too many people just were like, okay, I guess we'll go with the permitting system instead of, nah, we're not doing that today or ever. And that's because those people were doped up on weed. No, nah, they were doped up on alcohol, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have been fun to sit around and uh, have a few snorts with those guys, wouldn't it? Would have been amazing. Imagine that. Hey, John, what are you going to have? George, what are you going to have? James, what are you going to have? I'm buying. <laughs> Did you hear that red coat squeal when we shot him? <laughs> I'm buying, you guys. What is it, a five cents? I got this round. <laughs> All right, we'll be back one more segment. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. The gold set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The gold set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Back to the show, indeed. Uh, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of news coming out of... Um, Lyle, 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 Lyle. Yeah, sorry, we'll get that out. 
Worse than ISIS, Hamas terrorists behead Israeli soldiers in sickening footage. These people are animals. And Netanyahu's going to treat them as such. There's always a beheading video that comes out. It's like the CIA's right well, on this time. Is just, this is nothing. All this is is just another extension of ISIS. That's all. That's all these savages are. I mean, Netanyahu was right. To me, they're rats. Every one of them need to be eradicated, and I'm hope, hopeful that uh, Netanyahu does that. I'm sure he will. Makes an example of every single one of them. Lays waste to that territory and says, no, nah, it's not going to happen anymore. You brought it on yourself. So uh, let's go back to booze and guns for a few minutes with the final segment. How about that? Sure. You ever heard the term grog? Uh, yes. Yeah. But, you know, you see the old movies, right? And the plays, you know, the big old fat Vikings, you know, with all the fur hanging off of them, and that big old horn thing. They slam it down on the table. A bunch of foam comes up. Oh, you better watch no. out. Andy's going to come busting through the door here in a sec. You're talking about Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's no, that's not true. What that was, it depended on how you look at it. You know, water, as you said, contained microorganisms. Alcohol would kill that, obviously. And grog was nothing but rum diluted with water. That's all it was. And I bet it tasted like crap. Ugh. I'm not a rum drinker, never have been. Never liked it. I mean, I can do a foo-foo drink, you know, like a rum runner or something like that from time to time. Rum and Coke? Nah, don't like them. I don't like anything mixed. Used to when I was a rookie. Yeah, graduated from that a long time ago, but uh, you know, I used to be like Jack Daniels and Coca Cola dilute that stuff. Nah, that's just a waste. You drink whiskey like a man, or don't drink it at all. I hope I didn't offend anybody by that, but if I did, well, too bad. Change the dial. Lead lead slingers uh, straight. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what you do. You put ice in it if you want. You're still wimpy. No, I'm just kidding. I like a Maker's Mark with ice from time to time. Don't drink that stuff near as much as I used to. But grog was rum diluted by water. I would say, based on what we're talking about, it was likely water diluted with rum mm -hmm. to keep it safe. But boy, I bet it was nasty. Oh. And I'm sure all the Vikings and I'm sure all the tough guys back then made sure that they took all their weapons off before they had their grog. Yeah. Right? Left them at home, didn't bring them to the grog hut. Left them in their carriages. Yeah, just, you know, no, we're going to drink some grog. Uh, leave your weapons at home, everybody. Bad guys will, if they're drinking grog, too, they'll leave their weapons at home, too. They're going to wait till we're all done drinking grog before they show up. After drinking that stuff's when you're going to need a weapon. But anyway, it was a lively chat. I saw all the stuff about the, the booze in there. It's an interesting deal. The Mayflower is an interesting conversation. But I would like to taste the beer back then. I Me, mean, I don't drink a lot of beer. But if I do, it's cold. <laughs> okay, ice cold, right? I, oh, can't, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think I could drink warm beer. No. Unless that's all I knew growing up and there was no such thing as cold beer. And I liked the way it made me feel. I'd probably drink warm beer then. Probably wouldn't think anything of it. Greg was asking me during the break, you imagine how strong that liquor was back then they were distilling? Yeah. Moonshine, you said, didn't have nothing on that stuff. Well, there's two schools of thought, I would think, and, and that's either they're really good and that moonshiners pick something up from, from the olden days that have been passed down through the Tennessee hills, or 
they had some really weak liquor back then, and moonshiners perfected liquor uh, distilling, one or the other. Yeah, you know, there's a science to distilling that stuff. Because how and long? There's a, there's a science to making beer, and, you know, beer's been around for thousands of years. How did they figure out that process? I've always wondered that. I thought that was a, an, an Egyptian thing. It's been around. Like I said, it's been around for thousands of years. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, to me, it was probably a mistake. You know, it had something to do with bread. Maybe fermenting. Right? Something fermented, you know. Yeah. They left some fruit out or something to realize, whoa, man, whoa, that felt pretty good. Well, uh, according they to find the process, I don't know. According to the Kevin Costner movie Robin Hood, they even had ale back then too. So, well, yeah, but who figured <laughs> out? Oh, I bet if you take some of that wheat over there and mix it over there with that barley, and add those hops, and then cook it at a certain temperature, I don't know how they figured this stuff out. I have a feeling that this probably distilled down from several different cultures between Egyptian, Greek, Italian, uh, you know, English, all figuring out ways to do things with food and different substances that they figured out that there was an alcoholic component to it. Well, I'm just glad the Italians created Peroni. It's one of my favorite beers. I love it. It's all right. That's one of those beers you'd ever order unless you're in an Italian restaurant. I don't know. You can pick it up at any grocery store. Goes great with Italian food. Any beer goes good with Italian food. Mm, pretty much. Italian food goes good with beer. Yeah. You could look at it that way. I don't know how we got on this subject. We were talking about the... Arkansas, uh, doped up on weed. Yeah. Boy, did we detour. <laughs> we were talking about the potency of liquor during the break. Yeah, and then I mentioned the Mayflower, right? Yeah, at some point. Wow. Yeah, well, that would have been a wild ride. I don't know about that, man. I mean, I've been on a boat for... I could have done it. I've done 18 hours on a boat and gone a couple hundred miles, and it's quite a trek. It's an interesting um, experience, to say the least. Well, it'd be very interesting if it was 25-foot-wide, rickety wooden thing and 105 feet long yeah. with four masts yeah, it was a little... in the North Atlantic in the middle of September. It was similar in size. the seas got angry. It was similar in size. But you didn't cross the Atlantic for two and a half months on that thing. No, it was the Pacific. <laughs> yeah, Greg was diving off of it when it got rough. You'd dive into the big swells coming at you and go down and look for fish. No, not doing Come none back of that. Up. Greg's, hey, Greg's feeding us. No. Are we ready to take a break yet? No, no, not yet. We're almost there. Okay. Well, let's just hang out for a minute. Yeah, all right. Because uh -huh. I don't want to bring up what I have now. Because it's going to run out of time. Left. I'm going to run out of time. So let me say this, because Lee Williams, and I, I think we might bring Lee onto the program to talk about this tomorrow, but Lee has a great piece called Calling Forth a Militia. It is time for law-abiding Americans to make ready to defend themselves. It's and it's so time. well written. Well, it's always been time, but I, I, I love the way he opens this up. The enemy is at the gate. They're through the we gate. We need only look at the Iranian-backed genocide in Israel to see what they have in store for this country if their plans succeed. And he goes on to list four or five bullet points of how Joe Biden got us here, which are all true. And then he talks about the credible threat. And he goes to uh, Mossad, right? The Israeli Institute for Intelligence and Special Ops. Those guys are, they're hardcore, Mossad. Mossad are very well-skilled special operations. Yes, yes. Ask terrorists in the Middle East who have run into them. They don't, you can't because they're not around. But here was a warning that they put out. We again ask for Jews around the world to be careful. This warning extends to Western nations, England, Canada, Germany, France, USA, New York, Michigan, and Florida in particular. 
The intelligence organization wrote in a tweet, keep your cell phone handy and your eyes open. They are warning American Jews now. Mossad is. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Tomorrow we're going to get up and do it again because they don't want us to. And I can promise you there will be lots to talk about. We didn't get to a lot of it today. We had some fun on the program. That's what happens on Mondays. We're allowed to do that, right, Greg? Absolutely. I think you should go have some grog and chase it down with a cold beer and maybe an early taco on Monday. We'll make a Taco Monday instead of Taco Tuesday. That would work. Actually, if you want to have a great beer with a taco, a michelada. Ask for a michelada if you've never had one. Oh, that's good stuff. Good. Enjoy your day, guys. Stay safe. Carry your gun with you everywhere you go. And we'll see you on the radio tomorrow. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. It took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 Four five four seventy twelve.